0: Welcome to the Awkward Zoo, I'm Randy, and this is Just Listen Podcast. And today we're continuing our series with the senses on Chew On This, and then a flip the script, we're going to be talking about Lion King. But first... Uh, So updates... No new updates so far uh, and I've also realized I'm a week ahead of schedule um, um, and so when these release it's actually two weeks um, since recording um, so do keep that in mind I will probably if I do have random news I will probably kind of insert it. it it'll be edited and so do keep that in mind. Uh, uh, and you 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 probably already seen it in the last episode because uh, that's what I did, um, and so random news will probably be that kind of insert, um, but yeah, um, so do keep that in mind. Um, what I've been playing recently, I uh, um, so I have a I have a couple of mobile games um, which have like auto. Auto battle kind of like almost AFK kind of stuff. Um it's not like AFK stuff, um but they do have like auto battle missions and stuff. Uh, and so I can just constant I can just check in, um just have it running and do other stuff and then come back and um and that is uh, Nintendo's uh, Dragalia Lost. Uh, which I have, which I have kept up with since it's first released, and um, Guardian Tales, which is a new release, and that that's pretty fun, um, uh, fun kind of little uh, RPG, two D RPG kind of style, I guess know I don't know how I don't know how, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to describe games anymore. Uh, there's so many categories um, but it's fun um, and it has a lot of like nods and notes to like other series of games and anime and so it like it has like little little Easter eggs right, right that you can find and enjoy. Which is so awesome, Um, and they have implemented kind of new auto battle systems and stuff, which I really like. Um, It makes things a lot streamlined and easy to kind of grind out as you power up and level up. Um, And then I recently got uh, Fire Emblems uh, heroes on the mobile for the mobile again. the last time I played it was when it's first released <laughs> uh, which was probably, which was a couple of years ago um and a lot has changed uh so much so I almost like i just i almost deleted it because it was just like there's a lot of new things and I don't know i don't know how to keep up um or what to do or what to do it is very difficult um so I'm kind of currently just kind of grinding out um. <laughs> In, in that Fire emblems Heroes um, I'm kind of just grinding out and see like if I can get back into it or it's just so far off, um, or I haven't kept up with it for so long it's just like it's pointless now uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see, we'll see uh, it's only been a week and we'll see we'll see by the end of this week uh, if it, if it will still exist on my phone. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is just like, I don't know. I don't know. Because it feels like I can do it, and then it also feels like not really. Um, uh, but yeah, i am also been playing um, Monster Hunter World again. Um, I have yet to beat the original I've yet to complete the original game. Um, I do have Iceborne, um, but I have yet to complete the original game. Um, so I've been grinding that out, um, and it's a good grind too. Uh, what I love about Monster Hunter, yes, you're grinding for um, armor sets and weapon and weapons, but it's a it's a good grind because um, uh, you keep fight you keep hunting. Um, monster for parts and but as you do as you keep doing that you learn Um, it builds your repertoire and you learn okay hey, I need this weapon to easily break this part or or it's weak against this it and you learn its patterns of where it goes and where it sleeps and you basically the, the more and more you hunt, the more and more you learn about this monster, and it makes it easier and easier to do it. And so that's what I love about grinding and Monster Hunter. Hunter is that that you keep learning. Um, but then if you don't play for a long time, you forget everything, and so, and which is also good because as you go back to it, you start the learning process again, and. And so that's what that's what I'm currently doing. Um, I'm outside of um, streaming, um, I might stream Monster Hunter, uh, World and see if I can. Um, generally speaking, PlayStation Four is a bit iffy. Um, uh, generally speaking, um, but yeah, but I've been doing that because Monster Hunter Rise for the Switch is coming out in March, and. Uh, and the demo released uh, uh, recently, and I played that, and it was just like, I, I like I like what it's doing, um, especially like because World was like World Monster Hunter World was kind of like world changing in game mechanics uh, as far as like the whole series goes, and uh, so then yeah, the how how that runs, I doubt they could port that to the switch. And so Monster Hunter Rise is like a good it has its own mechanics and stuff that I think really takes that kind of streamlinedness of Monster Hunter World and kind of make it for the Switch. Um, and then you have you have you have Palamutes. Um, instead of palacos you have palamutes, which are doggos that you can ride. Um, in Monster Hunter World, you could tame a monster and like a small monster and ride it, um, and so I'm guessing they're taking that mechanic into a companion, actual companion um, that you can take with you, and those things are awesome. They they're they're cute. They're f- <laughs> I was gonna say fluffy, but I don't know about that. They're cute and they're they're awesome. Uh, so I played the demo, and then you can also and there's also a ride kind of mechanic, a monster riding kind of mechanic that's different from the grappling and um, the previous monster riding mechanic. Um, there's a there's Waverne riding, um, where, because in this, in Rise, you have a string bug that sort of acts like the claw and the grapple kind of thing and it allows you to just kind of maneuver and go to higher um, places very easily and this string mechanic um, with it you unlock uh, what what they said is you unlock like iron strings and you use that to kind of tie up the wyverns or the large monsters, and you use that to kind of ride, sort of, and maneuver them. Um, uh, whereas in Monster Hunter World, you have the claw, and you can kind of guide them, or like punch them to like kind of go in the direction you kind of want, but you can't really, but then the monster still does his own thing. Whereas, whereas this, there's more of like, you're literally like, like you kind of mounted a wild beast, and you're kind of stirring, turning it, and kind, of, kind of moving it. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I'm excited for Rise. Um, <laughs> we'll see if I have the money to get it, but <laughs> I'm excited for Rise. And so I'm kind of, so that's what kind of got me back to Monster Hunter World, <laughs> world, and just kind of going back and grinding out world. Um, and I've been, like I said, is is enjoyable grind, Because right? you because you learn. And as you each hunt, you learn. Um, so that's that's been fun. Uh, what else? So that's what I've been playing. Um, I've not been really watching much. Uh, I've been on. I've been on Twitch. Uh, I just kind of Twitch is now my TV. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Twitch is now my TV. So I just have my like, Twitch on in the background. Um, and yeah. A lot of streamers are streaming Rust um, currently. Um, If you do watch the Twitch, um, there's Rust drops if you care. Um, And I think that goes to January 14th. So just a few more days. Um, But yeah. Uh, Which actually, by the time this releases, it'll probably be over, right? Yeah, because the. Yeah. By the time this releases, it's going to be over. So never mind. Um, ignore that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm two weeks. <laughs> I'm in, I'm my episode yet. So yeah, most definitely. <laughs> By the time this... Yeah, ignore that. Completely ignore that. Uh, that the drops are over. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, this is so confusing. The New Year, the New Year got me an episode ahead, that's crazy, okay, Um, I don't know how that worked, Uh, oh yeah, that's right, I filmed, I did, I I recorded Christmas and New Year's the same week, that's why I'm a week ahead, Um, I only edited the New Year's during the New Year's week, yeah, that's why, that's why. Yeah. So I think that's it. Um for updates uh, yeah. I again, I don't know how often the food videos are going to come out. Um so just be on the lookout, check um social media. Twitter, Instagram for when those come out. Um I'm still doing the Twitch thing. Uh check it out. Uh, um all links are in the description box um in my podcast videos <laughs> um and then on Apple podcast you have there's a link in the about for YouTube and twitter um and yeah so there's that uh do many plugins because it doesn't matter, I don't, I don't care what you do. Um, if you but I do appreciate you listening, um, uh, okay. Moving on, chew on this, what you've been waiting for, honestly. Uh, hey. <laughs> chew on this is we are covering the senses of food and taste and just like food experience and 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 today we're going to be talking about smell so we talked about um, sight we talked about touch mouth feel texture right and then a little bit of hearing not too much on hearing and now we come to smell and I'm sure you've heard it and, and know about it. And that smell is very important, it plays an important role to taste. Um, um, because when you first initially receive food or get food, you smell and see first. Um, sometimes you smell first because you can smell the, especially like baked goods, you can smell baked goods and it's deliciousness. Or like when someone's cooking, you can smell it first before you even see it sometimes, right? Because it just wafts in the smoke and, <laughs> and other things. And then, and then sometimes when it's placed coming to the table, you can smell food passing by, by right? If you're in a restaurant. Um, so sometimes you smell food first. Or, and then when it comes to the table, you see it and you smell it, right? Or, or when you plate it. It, you, you get that initial waft, uh, initial scent through the nose, but then, and as well as because your nose, nose, canal is connected to the back of your throat and your mouth, right? Right. Um. Um. Smell and aromas can go through the back, at up into the the Back ends of the nose, and so you can also smell the smell back there as well. Oh, and well, and we'll talk more about that. Um, um, but right now, so research shows that smell makes up roughly around eighty to ninety percent of taste. Um, uh, and so when you think like something tastes like soap or like, tastes like something that you normally don't eat um, or shouldn't eat, <laughs> um, it's because it has that kind of aroma, it has that smell um, to it. Um, and creams like to use that a lot, um, that aroma or smell. Um, the the <laughs> I don't know how to say it properly uh, the the hang like, like they talk about like the smell of meat a lot the aroma of meat a lot and like foods they talk they talk a lot about aroma and smell um I realize when they're describing food um and like trying to get rid of smells um as well more particularly when it comes to meat um is about removing that smell that aroma. Um, but yeah, they do I realize they do talk that out, about it a lot, um but uh, um but yeah, that's how you can taste certain things that you normally may not actually eat or should not eat um, it's because it smells because of that aroma uh it gives it that smell it is what you're actually experiencing. Um, but how do you smell um, um, and so this is from how does your nose work scientificamerica.com. Um so how how does your nose work how does smell work All right, um, so the nose has olfactory neurons and that um, only detect um, one of about 400 different odor receptors so these neurons and uh, only can detect um, one out of four hundred different possibilities. <laughs> um so these receptors that can only detect some basic things, and it's only fired off um, by, by. I think that means it only detects like one thing. But you have um, a bunch of these, and so. Uh, yeah, you have a bunch of these, and when they fire off, they it gets kind of mapped where in your brain where that is. I believe that's the um, frontal lobe. I think I don't know. It didn't really say where exactly it sends the information to in the brain, um, but so it maps it out and fire triggers different parts, and so. these neurons trigger different parts and so what triggers is then tied to the scent. Um, So a lemon may have different receptors that's going off and so that will be mapped and then whatever triggers and then like oh that's the scent of citrus or lemons or that's the scent of roses and so that's how it kind of just maps out um, and these neur- neurons, you have a, you have, you have like, like a bunch of these neurons over the thousands, ten thousands, and your nose neurons actually, eh, are regenerative. They are made um, compared to other neurons, uh, so like your eyes, like neurons in your eyes, and your on your tongue as we'll talk about taste later they don't necessarily they don't regenerate, they don't, they don't grow they don't, but your nose does uh, and uh, this article says as you have, it regenerates through your life and you roughly have about 10,000 created each day um, and, uh, and so like so that's interesting about your nose, the neurons, your senses, they, they regenerate and you have like over a thousand. Um, and much research has seen and shows that scent can be tied to emotions, it can be tied to memories. Um, like certain smells can trigger these things, and so uh, like specific foods. Also, can tie to that uh, uh, with like smell, um, and then also, so, um, a team of I'm guessing they're scientists, um, uh, Castro, oh, this person, and a team kind of try to narrow down and categorize um, scent and different scents, um, because. Describing smell is um, very difficult um, especially if you haven't smelled it before and you're like, oh it smells it was like lavender but what if you never smelled lavender before? How do you know what that smells like, right? All right and so smell, smell is very hard to describe but uh, this, this team here um, developed um, 10 categories, basic categories um, and those are fragrant. I have no clue what that means. Um, As I read this, you'll figure out why I have no clue. So categories are fragrant, woody, fruity, um, as in non-citrus kind of fruity. And then you have lemon, which will be the citrus kind of smell. Then you have chemical, minty, sweet, um, popcorn, Pungent and decayed. Um, so I'm guessing fragrant is the opposite of pungent, um, uh, and and decayed. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, even though they narrowed it down to ten categories, I still don't understand some of these. Um, it's like, okay, something fragrant. Would that be the florally kind of stuff. Um, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know. Smell is very difficult. Um, but when it pertains to food, uh, um, like I said, uh, you can you can smell things inside your mouth as well. So like there's experiments where you plug your nose, blind play tests, um, taste test, taste test, and you plug your nose and chew, chew, and try to figure out. Um what you're eating, I and mean, it's like vastly different, right? Uh, you can experiment this yourself. But the issue with that is that it's not completely blocking off the smell. It's not completely blocking off the scent because as you chew, you're releasing aromas and stuff. And like I said, you can and those go to the back of your nose. And so you're still smelling a little bit. Um, it's not a whole lot because you don't have that initial kind of waft into your nose. But you still smell a little bit, Um, um, so so that experiment doesn't completely cut off uh, uh, scent. Which, which if it did, I'm sure you would. It would be very difficult. Um, You will just only know the taste, which will be and texture, um, which would be which we will talk about next. Uh, Chew on this. Is yes, and that will next one will wrap up the series, and uh, that's it on smell. Smell so smell plays an in important part, in, part, and in food, in food because it makes up the rest of the taste. Because there's only so many different tastes. There's uh there's five basic tastes. Um, um, We started out with four basic tastes, and then later on, a fifth one was added. And then, in my studies, actually, a sixth one was added and considered and is considered um, a taste, uh, which we will talk about next time. So, So, be on the lookout for the next episode if you're curious about what this sixth taste is, or you can research it up yourself. And come to the discussion already knowing, <laughs> but no spoilers, uh, which doesn't really matter because no one really comments on on these videos. But no spoilers. I will. I will eliminate any spoilers. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm. I'm kidding. No one comments. No, it doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> moving on <laughs> to flip the script. Okay, flip the script today. Flip the script. We're talking about Lion King, Disney's Lion King. Um, I've only seen parts of the live action, um, but I heard it's the same exact story. Um, so. So we're mostly going to be talking about the animation, but either way, I guess if it's the same exact story, it both kind of fits um, generally. Um, so Lion King. So in Lion King we have Scar, the brother of Mufasa, um, and Scar. Scar has this plan. He has this plot to overthrow and become the king. Um king and he does and when he does um he kind of throws uh the pride lands into chaos and breaks the balance and it, pride lands have decayed, they're starving, right? Um right, and then Simba the true king The sun comes, comes back, returns, and he beats Scar. And then at the end of the movie, he roars right, and then rain magically happens, and life is restored, and the kingdom is restored. And 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 that pertains this whole that kind of story pertains to the gospel pertains to uh, the bible uh, and that uh, uh, the satan satan um satan means means advisor or yeah means means the it means an advisory um someone who is against is what uh, satan means means is the person who is against, so an adversary, (laughs) advisor, Uh, not an advisor, adversary, so uh, uh, satan means um, adversary, and is a title given to this specific being, and that's why he's known as the satan, the satan, Uh, um, because he is not just any adversary, he is THE the adversary, um, and and um and Satan oh, there goes the video and, and Satan um, is, is this, was this angel um, who who fell from grace at least because he wanted to be the one that was worshiped and then and, and just like scar wanted to be king and, um, and this uh, this Satan wanted to be worshiped. he wanted to be God and and basically and so he was was basically he kicked out of heaven along with the along with his followers who kind of led the charge right and then and so now he rules um, earth he he rules the earth he you know, earth is his dominion now uh, and and that's why there's this chaos. Right, right. The world, there's sin, there's chaos because of his rule. Um, just like Scar, he breaks the balance. Life was perfect. He, Scar, comes king, and he, he throws everything into chaos. Um, the world, right back at Adam and Eve. The world was perfect. It was good, and then you have the sneaky snipit the cunning, sneaky snurping come in. And, and Adam and Eve sin, and it throws the world into chaos. Um, And Satan, thus Satan, continues to reign. And now we wait for the true king. We wait for the return of the Son of God, Jesus, to come and return and restore and overthrow oh, and reign once again and um, Satan and and when he does, right? So that is the hope of Christians. That is the hope in our faith. It is the return of Jesus. Because once that happens, then and everything will be made whole once again. Everything will be perfect again, just like at the end of the movie when Simba beats He needs scar, and he takes his place Place in the Pride Lands. All is restored. A new heaven, a new earth is created. It's talked about in Revelations. In in, in Revelations, and speaking of Revelations, um, uh, Jesus, another tie-in is that Jesus is known as the Lion and the Lamb. Um, The Lamb signifying uh, the Passover Lamb. And in which, in, which, um, in Passover, uh, they killed an innocent, pure lamb with no defects and put his blood on the door and death passed over them when they were kind of during the, the plagues against Egypt. It, it, the death will pass over. And so oh, Jesus was the sacrificial Passover lamb. Um, in which you trust and believe in, and death will pass over. And so you will receive this new life and eternity in heaven with Him by trusting in Him. So that's why He's known as the Lamb, but He's also the Lion. And, and that that reference is, is in Revelation 5.5. 5. Um, this is John, and he's on the island in uh, Patmos. I believe it's Patmos and he's exiled there and he sees this revelation he sees this vision um, that he revealed to him and, and and in that vision revelations 55 5, and one of the elders said to me weep no more behold the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals and so that's referring to Jesus. As he is the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, the Root of David. And so he, that's why Jesus is referred to as the Lion and the Lamb. lamb. and as well as as Satan, the Devil, the adversary, he is also described as a lion. In First Peter five eight, it says, "Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the Devil." prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So both um, Jesus and Satan are compared to like a lion. Um, and then you have Lion King and the story here, it it, like, it it just ties. Um, it just ties beautifully. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it amazes me how like well, like, The Gospel, the Bible, like, just ties so much into The Lion King. Um, I don't know if you guys are amazed or surprised by this, um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, um, Which is why I really love The Lion King and enjoy The Lion King even more because of that, those ties, because of those, those stories are just so intertwined and relatable um, uh, so I, I just enjoy the liking a lot uh, more like seeing that connection uh, maybe maybe now uh, you will too uh, <laughs> but yeah so let's flip the script um, anything else nope okay let's wrap things up <laughs> Talked about smell and how important smell is to taste on Chuan on this, and as well as as the Lion King and flip the script, and how, how closely, if you look at it, how closely related it is to the gospel and to the Bible story. Uh, to the Bible, um, because the Bible is the gospel. Um, but, so uh, there's maybe some few surprising things and there may may not be um for you who on smell because smell is very broad or uh category um what smells smells turn you off or what smells do you enjoy um like like for instance um for me it's like fermented food um, <laughs> Like I said, I don't enjoy fermented food. Um, I don't enjoy alcohol, which is part of fermentation. And and it's mainly because of of that smell and later on the taste, um, which we will talk about next week. Um, um, But then I also, ooh, but the smell of baked goods, uh, whether it's cookie or bread coming from the oven, ooh. That's, that's, that's like the money and that's the whole reason why, I, um, I'm just kidding. That's not the whole reason why I'm a baker, but it's a good enough reason to be a baker. It's just to get that smell while it, when it's in the oven. It's just, oh, so good. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's not the only reason why I'm a baker, uh, but it's a good reason to stay a baker, uh, um, just for that smell alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the Lion King. What did you think about the Lion King? Um, did that make sense to you? I don't know. It makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to you or if I explained it well. Uh, but what did you think about that connection? And, and after knowing or hearing it, do you appreciate the Lion King more uh, like I do? Uh, so yeah, those are final questions, and then, yeah, I have to, yeah, 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 so, that's it, um, thank you for listening, and staying, sticking around, um, around um, if you're on the Apple podcast, or whether you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much, um, I do appreciate it, uh, and whether I have Zero to what is it? I think the most views I had was ten. You, it doesn't matter. Like I said, I do this. uh, I do this stuff anyways. Um, I do research. I think about these things anyways. Um, And so whether I did this podcast or not. I already do this on my own time, so it's not extra work. It's just the only extra work is recording the thought process, um, and then posting it. Um, it's really that's all the extra work there is because I already I already I already research about food. I already think about these things, things, and I'm just recording my thoughts for you guys to hear and kind of join in the conversation if you want to, or start up your own. Um, but yeah, uh, and so uh, um, I, I thank you. Um, I'll I'll take what I can get. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't care if you subscribe. I don't care if you like or dislike. Um, I'm just doing this because I got nothing else better to do, um, and I will keep doing it. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, thank you. I really do appreciate it, though. Yeah, so I hope you guys, I hope y'all, have a jelly day. Bye!